This is an energy shot. And as the music fades, feel a little tired, feel a little sleepy. Well, time to snap out of it because this is a extra long energy shot. Kaboom! Big underscore band. We're doing something a little bit different this week. Uh, I'm actually out of town right now, so yeah, I'm a time traveler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's not go that far, Breaker. <laughs> well, I was going to be out of town this week, so instead of trying to record something remotely or whatever it might be, because that's always kind of a pain in the ass to try to pull off. Oh, yeah. I, I suggested, well, how about we record ahead of time? We do some sort of a energy shot. Yeah. Because we haven't done this since the Patreon went away. Mm-hmm. But honestly, these were always a lot of fun to do. Yeah. I know we kind of spent several weeks trying to figure out the best thing to do for Patreon. And the energy shot kind of became a fun thing where we just kind of did a deep dive into one topic. Yeah, and we were we were also able to kind of have free reign because we knew people would have to pay to listen to it. And so we could kind of talk shit on people. Yeah. Because, like, we knew they weren't listening. Yeah. And so, you know, I talked a lot of shit on Jeff Toon. Boy, Toon. did you ever. Jeff Toon. I mean, he got it bad on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, well, we were kind of talking about like what we would talk about this week, because honestly, the energy shot, as much fun as it was, it was kind of difficult to think in that moment, like, what's topic go? Like, yes. Uh, yeah. Well, because what we would always do, we'd always record our regular show and then do another half hour show for for the Patreon. And that was just like kind of like we were sitting there twiddling our thumbs like, what did we talk about this week? Mm-hmm. And so it, it kind of changed course several times as to what it actually was. But um, so this is something that's both current to us. But door-to-door salesman, yeah, that seems to be a thing that we can definitely touch on because I think, as people know, two weeks ago when we were recording the show, I had a guy come up to the door, like banging on the door, and I'm just like, who the hell is banging on my door? And if people don't know, my podcasting room where I'm sitting kind of is almost right on the the front door, like the wall is right there. So that guy knew we were here. Clearly knew we were here, could probably hear us talking. Yeah. But it's still, it's just like annoying when someone knocks on your door that's not the pizza man. Yep. You know what I mean? It's pizza like, man, Amazon, UPS, those guys are good. Those guys are good because they're bringing us good stuff. But yep. the door-to-door guy just is annoying. And I had one last year show up trying to sell me some uh, service for exterminating like bugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm good. He goes, oh, this is way better because we spray this many times per year and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not interested. I have a good company that comes out. Oh, well, this is why we're so much better. I'm thinking like, dude, I, I'm just, I only answered the door because my dog went crazy. Yeah. And I don't want to sit here and talk to you. I don't know. It's the most annoying thing in the world. I know. I saw you put up a, a sign. I did. And uh, people don't know about that. It was on, I believe it was on Facebook and most yeah. of the social media platforms. I can, I can pull it up and just let everybody know what I said right now. It was, uh, uh, but it was, it was great. But then there's also a video of someone reading it walking to your door and reading it and kind of being like oh okay yeah, yeah. probably so, not worth my time so the door i i said if you're selling door to door in 2022 your business is shady af if you're an unexpected guest we are not answering the door for you have a nice day and tell your bosses to advertise on social media like every other company stop knocking and ringing my doorbell and that the guy came back 
about 30 minutes after I had put the sign up, snapped a picture of it, walked away. Yeah. So it worked. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely worked. I, to me, though, it's it's interesting because I see a lot of these people doing it. And I and I don't, like, blame the person doing it and that's as much it. as the company. Yeah. It's not, it's not that guy's fault. That guy's just trying to earn a living. I get it. But like the company itself is at fault to me though. It's, and I don't know if you ever see this, the guy that's at Walmart trying to sell you like a satellite dish yeah, or whatever. And like, I literally the other day walking through Walmart, cause he's always in the same spot mm-hmm. and I saw him and I just took a left turn yep. and went the other direction. I'm like, I will walk a big circle to avoid this guy. Yep. Yeah, same thing happens at Sam's. Yeah. You know, they always have like the security camera salesman's there and it's like right by the electronics right when you first walk in. So it's like you have to I usually cut there's like a jewelry thing and I'll cut behind there, walk by the mattresses and then go around the guy. It's like I don't I don't want to talk to you. Like it's it's weird. I have a I think this is the hard part about it and I'm I'm as I get older I'm kind of like putting that off to the side. I feel like there's a sense of like I don't want to be rude. Yep but I also don't want to be bothered. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to try to avoid contact as much as possible. Yeah. So anyway, to go and go back the door to door guy knocks on our door while we're recording. And it's, and it's not like a quick knock. It's a do, 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 do. like, he's the dead gun police. It's like, dude, go away. Yeah. And so like, then we're like, we're wanting to start recording again. So we paused it when that happened, but then it's like, he's just going to knock again. Yeah. It's just so annoying. And so he showed up two days later. My dog goes crazy. So I look out and it's the same kid. I'm like, oh my god. So I'm like, hey, it's, I just open the door. Hey, what's up? And and he was trying to sell security cameras. And I'm like, okay, if I'm going to buy a security camera, I'm certainly not buying it from some kid, right? Walking door to door because number one, like, what happens if this thing goes to crap? Who do I call? Right. This young kid. Yeah. And so he keeps trying to talk to me. And what's funny is I had that exterminator guy about a year ago, and they had the same business model, mm-hmm. probably the same company. I don't know, but. Remember the exterminator guy kept saying like, oh yeah, your neighbors up here, Tom and Susan, they, yeah, they did this. I'm thinking like, I don't know who they are. Right. Like, I don't talk to them. Right. So you're like, you're trying to, I, I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to make it like we're all friends and we know each other. I don't know them. Yeah. I have no idea who you're talking about. Yeah. And it just annoys me when people have that same like script format, you oh, know, yeah. of what they're trying to do. And I'm just like, shouldn't answer my door, shouldn't answer my door. And so <laughs> I, I think I'm going to go with the uh, Bane plan moving forward and just I don't know if I'll put up a sign, but I'm just not going to answer my door. Yeah. If it's a door to door guy. I never do. We actually had the, um, you might remember this. We actually had the FBI come mm-hmm. to our house not too long ago. Yeah. I and remember that. I didn't answer the door like at first and, and they went away and then they came back, still didn't answer the door. And then my, uh, mother-in-law pulled in the driveway while they were there and she talked to him for a little while. And then she came in she's like, Hey, that's the FBI. You need to go outside and talk to him. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay. So I went outside and it was all misunderstanding. Like I had nothing to do with me. It was like, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. I mean, clearly I'm not in jail, Yeah, you know, but like it's, it, it actually oddly enough ended up being a completely different, they were looking for my mother, but it was a completely different person with the exact same name. Oh, weird. And so we actually found them on Facebook within like five minutes after they left and which is weird that the FBI didn't have, have that at their disposal. We thought the same thing. And so, um, but, uh, I know Bane's quite the hacker. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm right. I know how to search people on Facebook, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, but anyway, yeah, that, so that's the only time like that I've ever 
actually finally ended up answering the doors when I found out it was the FBI. So yeah, I don't, I don't answer the door for nobody. It's just annoying, right? And I, that mm-hmm. to me is what I appreciate about like UPS or Amazon or whoever. Like they usually ring the doorbell, and then like by the time you get up and look, they're already in their truck. Yeah, they're gone. So with the quickness, yeah. Do you think door-to-door salesmen will still be a thing moving on? I mean, obviously it's still happening, but are people actually buying this shit? I mean, I, according to this kid, Tom and Susan did right, right. But I mean, like, who buys stuff from a door-to-door salesman? Well, that's just it. So like, we have a little community group and they were saying the same thing. Like they told me that so-and-so sent ups and then so-and-so got on there. Like, I didn't send them to you, you know? So they just have everybody's name somehow. And that's what blows my mind. And that's what's weird. The kid, he knew my name. Yeah. And I'm like, which I I assume that's probably just like, it's probably public record. Sure. But like, and so he's probably using their names. Like, Oh, they bought it. And so, so it convinces me to buy it, even though that's a lie. And that seems illegal. Yeah, and that's that's what that's what brings me back to my whole point is like that business is shady AF if they are like doing this right now because like what they're selling is not some innovative new product. It's something you can get on Amazon. Right. It's something you can go to Walmart or Lowe's. Like if it's a bug spray, you can go to Lowe's and get some freaking Red X or right. whatever the hell. Um, well, and, but not not only that. Like, why would you buy it from this company with exactly. a kid on a Segway? It exactly. just doesn't seem. Yeah, it doesn't seem like the most thorough thing. No, and like security cameras, like they have those at your disposal on Amazon. You know, I mean, dude, any store, I think Walmart even sells them. Yeah, so I mean, but those again, like ring doorbells or whatever. Like, yeah. So like, but why would I buy? Why would I buy it from this kid? Exactly, I wouldn't. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I agree. It's just a, it's I don't know, just a weird business. It it really is, and I I don't. It, it, going back to it, like I know GBM commented on the post that I made, and he was like, "Well, what if it was Girl Scouts?" Again, I have the security camera. If it was Girl Scouts, I would answer that door with the quickness and bought about five, six boxes. But I don't ever have Girl Scouts coming to my door. See, that's funny because he brought that up too, and I know he lives in uh, Buffalo, so mm-hmm. it might be a different thing. But I, dude, I only see Girl Scouts at Walmart. They post up. They don't. Yeah. They don't go to door to door here. They, I'll, I'll be honest though. If my niece doesn't do Girl Scouts, but if she did, I'd much rather her sell them at Walmart than go door to door. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't want kids going door to door. I don't feel like that's safe. No, especially not by themselves. Not, like, not this day and age. No, I mean, but they're here. They're posted up at Dollar General. They're posted up at Walmart. They're posted up at Reesers. Yeah, they're posted up like with their parents. With their parents, yeah. With I mean, it's usually like a group of like three or four doing it, and it's. Yeah, I mean, that's a much safer way to do it. Plus, you can sell a lot more. Well, not to mention, last time I was like, I'm sorry, I don't have any cash. And the mom's like, well, we can take PayPal. And I'm like, Done. three boxes right now. Yeah. I just yeah. PayPal or 15 bucks or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, if, if she's cool with that, I'm cool with that, you know? Absolutely. So, I mean, that's it's a smart it's a smart strategy for sure. But um, but like you said, you have a camera for that reason. Yes. And, uh, and I remember as a kid always getting the stuff in school to go sell door to door. And I'll be honest, I would give a kid more time a day than I would um, some dude trying to sell me like a security camera yeah. for a couple hundred bucks. Like number one, like if I said, yes, how does this work? Do I give you my card? Because that's not happening. Right. Exactly. You know, like exactly. It just, it seems like a, like you said, it's shady AF a hundred percent. And, and I, and I know with like that stuff, then as a kid, now, do you remember ever selling that shit like wrapping paper and stuff like that? 
Or it's like a catalog. Yep. And they'd buy it, and then you have to deliver it later. I never went door-to-door doing that. I did in the neighborhood. Yeah. And the only reason I would do it is because they would usually talk us into some type of prize mm-hmm. if we did it, if we sold certain amounts. But usually it was my mom buying most of it. Yep. Or my grandparents and stuff. Yep. and we, it, was, it was just junk. I would take it to church, but like I wouldn't. I I was not a door-to-door salesman. Well, that's another thing, too, about that. Um I'd like to get your take on this because my dad has had to stop this because we, you know, we have a karate class, as you know, but mm-hmm. we had a lot of kids bringing that shit there yeah. and try to sell. My dad finally just said, no, we're not doing that anymore. Yeah. You can't solicit here. And it made some of the parents kind of mad, but he's like, I don't want people to feel obligated to have to buy stuff. Yeah. Cause they're, cause they're there, you know, right. and they feel guilty. Cause I know uh, one girl brought like, she was selling like mugs, like 15 bucks. Right. Yeah. Like, and I was like, okay, you know, it's just like, so was it, why was you selling, was it for a school selling yeah, mugs? It was like a mugs, like a special, like you can get a mug with a saying on it and mm-hmm. it's for her choir program. And I'm not, it's not a knock on her. I get, she's probably thinking in her head, oh, this makes sense. Cause there's a lot of people here. Right. But at the end of the day, you're like, I hate getting hit up for money yeah. consistently now. And I've, and I know sometimes it's like they're selling that that blue and gold sausage or whatever. And that's like usually pretty good stuff. But it's, yeah. at the same time, it gets annoying to be hit up all the time. Well, that's just it. And, and also, too, your dad's a nice guy. I'm sure if people would have would approach him like, like, hey, we have this, would it be okay? You know, but like to just bring stuff up, mm-hmm. you know, that I feel like that would be really annoying. Well, and I and I think it, it's because it's like, and his thought, and I, and I totally get it, is if one person does it, everybody's going to do it. Absolutely. And then next thing you know, it's like you're getting hit up five, six times. And his thought is like he always gets hit up because he's the instructor. Yep. And so he's like, if I buy from him, I have to buy from 15 other kids. Yeah. And usually it's all the same stuff. Yep. So what do you do? Yep. And, and in that scenario, it, it might be better to be like, like you can let people know that you have it like as a blanket thing. Like if somebody wants it, they can come up to you like later, but mm-hmm. like, don't, don't bring it and walk around with it. And that's, and that's the problem. And yeah. it's, it just becomes annoying. And yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of those, you think about those businesses, they are pretty shady. Like even like if, yeah. now that we think about it, like the kids selling can- candy bars and door to door shit, it's like, it's all pretty shady stuff. Yeah. It's those just world famous chocolate. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love those caramel chocolate bars that sure. they have, but like, yeah, it, it's, it's weird. It is. And it's always like for some type of new bullshit, you know, mm-hmm. but it's like, well, and they, and I have found out, I think with those, was it the world, there was some kind of um, fundraiser thing that the kids do that they actually don't even get a whole lot of money from it. And it's like, yeah. so why are you guys doing it? Yeah. Like, I think, I think it was like, it might've been the world famous. Like they get like 25 cents out of the dollar that they get for those candy sounds, bars. Sounds right. And it's like. So why are you guys even doing it? So you have to sell four of those to just get a dollar. Yeah. And it's like. And the box was X amount. And I, if I remember right, when I did that, you had to sell a box to get a prize. Yeah. And that was like 24 bars. Yeah. So if you sold a box, I remember I got like a black duffel bag, like a real shitty black oh, duffel yeah. bag. It's like, it's not worth it, you no. know? Um, and not to mention, like, I know a lot of kids have gotten in trouble or a lot of parents got mad. I remember one specific one was, um, this kid was on my baseball team. He had mm-hmm. two brothers. He brought home a box of chocolate. They ate it all. Yeah. And now, now they're uh, telling the parents, like, you have to pay for that. And he, they're like, no. We <laughs> didn't sign any permission that they could bring it home. You just gave it to them. Yeah. That's on you. Yeah. And they, they didn't pay it. And I'm like, good for them. You yeah. know, because I think that's the that's the bullshit aspect. Because I think they know that'll happen. Oh, yeah. You send a kid home 
whose parents are probably working, so they're by themselves. They've got older brothers, and yeah, they're going to eat it all. Oh, yeah. Of course. Like, why wouldn't they? Yeah. It's like, no, that's on you. You shouldn't have sent it. Yep. You know, there should be a permission to say, like, yes, I, I will sell this bullshit. We had, well, we had a box of those, the world, the chocolate bars, and um, Cameron, he sold them all, but he, like, never took the money in. Like, so we had a box, an empty box of the world chocolate bars and with, like, 60 bucks in it, and it was, like, just there. Like for like about a year and actually I, I even passed when he graduated, it was still sitting there. We ended up having, uh, the daughter take it up there. <laughs> well, like, so they, obviously they didn't know, but yeah, they didn't know. They didn't like use no, it. Didn't no one cared. It. So yeah. like, why wouldn't like, I, you know, that happens. People keep that shit. Well, and on top of that, like I, the school they go to, the money gets mishandled like big time. People pocket that shit. Embezzlement. Yes. It like nobody will admit it. Nobody's gotten caught, but I know what happens because they do shit tons of fundraisers and they don't have money for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? So that's a whole different topic, but I'll throw this out there. Um, there are some people I heard that used to handle all the gates mm-hmm. of like our sporting events in town. Yep. And we're always volunteering to do it. Yep. And I guess either they stopped doing it or something happened. But since they quit, people started realizing, wow, we're making a lot more money. Yeah. Because all, I mean, you know, like oh, yeah. you go to those things, like they don't give you a ticket. Right. They mark your hand with a Sharpie. Yep. Here's five bucks. Here you go. Yep. And so all of a sudden they realize, wow, we're making double the money we used to be making. Yeah. Oh, really? I wonder why these people volunteered for that job. Yeah. Because they were pocketing cash, you stupid idiots. Yep. It's, to me, it's not surprising that that happens. Yeah. So same thing here in Oklahoma with the athletic commission with wrestling, like, everyone would come do at the same time to get a new license. It's $30 to license a wrestler for a year, 20 wrestlers license. No one ever got a, an actual license in the mail. Yeah. Big shock. I wonder what happened to the money. They told you to keep the receipt. Yeah, they did. Yep. I remember that. Cause I got, I did the same thing with the manager. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get a license in the mail? I finally did. I think about a month before it expired. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, so they actually did send something. Yeah. But, but yeah. Ridiculous. Oh Yeah. No, wait, no, because I, I did mine twice. I, I got mine renewed twice. You had to do a ring announcer license. Ring announcer. I got I got the ring announcer. I never got the manager's license. I got the ring announcer license. That was license. pocketed money, I guarantee yep. it. Yep. As stupid as that is. Yep. But why do you need a manager's license just because they wanted to make money? I mean, it's a cash grab. And on top of that, like, he told me when I, when I got the manager's license, like, you are not allowed to have any physical contact. Mm-hmm. So why do I need a license? If I'm just going out there, why do I need a license? Dan Geyer had to carry two licenses as a timekeeper and as a, a ring announcer. Yeah. Why does a ring announcer need a license? Right. Or, or a timekeeper for that matter. Right. Yeah. It's not a real sport. Right. He's not keeping real time. Right. That was simply for our records. Right. So, but again, like what if you don't have a timekeeper? Yeah. Does it matter? No. It shouldn't. Yeah. You know, I, it's, just, it's, it's garbage, man. Yeah, like I, I, I kind of get, I kind of get the actual uh, wrestlers because you need your blood work, you mm-hmm. need to be make sure everybody's safe. But like, yeah, managers, timekeepers, I don't get that shit. When you managers. actually, yeah, when you actually dissect it, it's bullshit. Yeah, it's hundred percent bullshit. Yeah. So yeah, man, we're kind of we're diving into all kinds of stuff here, but that's the energy shot, folks. It is, it is. <laughs> that's what made this fun though, because I never, I never really thought back to all those times they try to make you sell shit as a kid, but yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's just it's just garbage. Yeah, well, and and I remember like you were talking about the prizes. The prizes like they were junk, super junk. But that was like the biggest selling point. I remember um, Marissa the first one of the big things she wanted was like a Bluetooth speaker, and I was like, 
You want me to just go get you a Bluetooth speaker for like five bucks? Yeah. You know, that way you ain't got to sell all this bullshit. <laughs> I remember one year, because I feel like they did them twice a year. One was like the catalog of wrapping paper and yep. home decorations. Because I bought one for my niece and nephew the other day. It's been a while. It's a bag of popcorn. Yeah. $16. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, good God. Yeah. Just so they can go get some stupid knickknack that they don't even want. Right. I remember trying to sell one to my grandpa when I was a kid. And he's like, well, what do you get if you sell a bunch of that stuff? And I was like, well, if I sell X number of items, I get a $10 Toys R Us gift card. He's like, well, what if I just gave you a $10 bill? <laughs> oh, my God. That's a lot better. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and for him, it's cheaper. You right. know, so it's like you said, it's it, like how much money does the school get out of this? Like you said, probably pennies on the dollar. Yeah. I mean, that's really what it is. I mean, I can't remember who it was that was talking to me about that, but they were telling me, like, we don't really get a whole lot from these fundraisers. Like, it's. Like you said, they do them all the time, but what are they? But what are they getting out of it? Yeah, and and I know um, my my kids both have been in band. The band fundraisers are dog shit. Like they don't, uh, they the school has some rule that like two different groups can't do the same fundraiser, and so like obviously the good fundraisers go to like the sports teams. Mm-hmm. Band but, probably gets the shitty ones. Yeah, and so they have to kind of think outside of the box. So they'll do all these like dinners and things like that, like where they'll cater in food and then they'll just perform for the crowd. And it's like, that's a smart idea because they're probably actually getting more money anyway. You know, cause I think they charge like, I think 10, 15 bucks a ticket. I I've seen some where it's like, Hey, we just donate to my team. And that's another thing too. Like I would much rather just like donate. Like if, if you got every band kid parent to like donate 50 bucks or something like that, like yeah. I would totally do that. I just felt like that was lazy though. Personally. Oh, it's it's sure, but like, <laughs> like let me just give you money. But I would much rather do that it's than like, like Jim and Pam. Like, yeah, you want my money? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you just want my money? <laughs> I mean, but to be fair, that's better than getting two toasters. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I had a toaster break the other day, so I thought of Stanley Hudson. I don't even have a toaster, dude. I love toasters. I I do too, but like, I don't have one. I used to have one, but at the time we had a big mouse issue. Mm. And so mice got all in it and like made it really gross. So we threw it out. Yeah. But, um, see, but if you had two toasters, you'd have a backup. Have a backup. <laughs> yeah. I actually just, so we got our safety awards, um, from work, like a safety award. It's like a pamphlet and we get to pick out a prize similar to what we're doing. Yeah. We're talking about, um, and, but like I'm in the, uh, five to nine year range. So like the prizes I get are actually pretty good. So like I picked out a panini press. Okay. So I'm getting a panini press. Is that like the sandwich thing? Yeah. And it also grills burgers and things like that on it. Yeah. So kind of like a George Foreman grill almost. Yeah. Uh, pretty excited about that. Last year I got a, uh, that was when I got the air fryer. Oh, nice. It was from that. So Air fryers are nice. That See, that's actually a good thing though. Yeah. And that's that to me is like something that's, at least you don't have to like do a bunch of shit. Like, so we had a thing at my job. So my company changed. But when it was the previous company, they had a thing where it's like a safety thing where we had to do all this paperwork stuff mm-hmm. as our, because I'm on a shift of like a set number of people. We had to do all this stuff. If we met the requirement, we got what they called these points, which we could cash in for prizes similar to that. But we could also cash it in for Amazon gift cards, which is what most people did because yeah. you can get anything on Amazon. Yeah. And the number of points we got, equated to like 250 bucks worth of amazon so it oh, wow. was it was worth it yeah and so we all did it you know because it's worth it we did it all we had a person in charge who sent messages to the main boss who's like well yeah i'm like we got all our stuff where's our points because he had to give them to us he had to send them our way 
and we never got them. So we asked him again, like, what's going on? I don't know. I sent him an email, sent him another one. Still nothing. Finally, we were told that he was told that he's like, I'm not real comfortable awarding safety. <laughs> it's like, we didn't set up the program. Right. Dude, you did. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell is that? Like, what kind of answer is that? Like, He's not comfortable awarding safety. It's like you set up the program, not us, dude. Like that should make you super comfortable to award people being safe in your workplace. His, his, his logic was safety should be mandatory. Not something you do for a prize. I'm like, ah, bullshit. Yeah. And so anyway, they ended up giving us the, the points, but ours, ours, so ours is set up because obviously we drive. Yeah. So like ours is set up like, you know, we, it's all based on percentages. So like there's a little bit of leeway for you to mess up, you know? Yeah, sure. Because um, things are going to happen. Right. So like, especially if you're Cheech. Right. Of course. But like, you know, as long as you're not speeding five miles over, you know, in a, in above, if you're not like, you know, uh, there's like harsh braking, harsh cornering. One dumb rule is like backing up when leaving. Like if that's the first thing you do is back up in these trucks, you get hit with that, which is a dumb rule, but it's still a rule. So like we have to kind of, figure out like how to park without having to reverse when we leave. Why so, are they worried about that? Because you know, somebody could be behind you, which you're supposed to check anyway, but now we have backup cameras. So like we don't need to, um, but how are they going to know if you back up? Well, we have, we have a thing in our truck that oh, monitors, it monitors everything. So gotcha. like it, it'll, if we're over, <clears throat> like if we back up when we leave, it automatically checks, kick, kicks us on that. But like if we're like speeding, we get like 45 seconds to pull it back or it'll check us. But like we've kind of all worked that system a little bit to where like we'll just speed for about 30 seconds and then pull it back. So it's a <laughs> <That's> so stupid <laughs> though. It really is. But it's, you know, I mean, it's not that hard not to speed, but like sometimes if you're needing to get around somebody, sure. You know, it, it, you kind of have to speed a little bit and that's where it does kind of get frustrating. You also I've, have to keep with the flow of traffic though. Yeah, but that's another thing we just can't, you know what I mean? Like, or else we get, we get checked on it. So it kind of just, it's one of those things where it's like, it's a safety rule, but it doesn't make sense. Right. You know, like it's not, it's un, it, to me, it's a lot more unsafe to drive too slow when I went around you driving faster. I'll be honest though. During the day, I don't deal with that. I deal, I mostly deal with people going slow. Really? Like, yeah. Most, I, no, I guess I could see that. Like during the day, like it's mostly people doing 50 on the highway when the speed limit's 60 or 65. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's generally what I deal with. That's annoying. Oh yeah. Big time. So yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's the thing. Like, so you get the safety award and you get like a little something, but at least like, they give you something. You and, know? and well, and we also get a cash bonus too. Oh, like, that helps. Uh, so like, I think, I think mine was like $250, I think. Uh, and then once you hit 10 years, which I'm, I'm at seven years right now. And so I got like three more years and then I think it's a $500 bonus if I hit mm. 10 years and then even the prizes are better after that. So oh, that's good. I'm actually like halfway excited to see like in three years, what would happen? Like, cause I've never seen anybody hit that mark and never really even seen what the prizes are. So I'm a little curious about that. Yeah. But that'll be the year they change it. You know, wouldn't shock me at I, all. I know. Um, and that, and I know we're kind of getting off on another tangent, but like when companies kind of change a policy mm -hmm. at just, the perfect time. Yeah. Well, like I know there was some guys in my previous job that it was like, you get a week of vacation up until this point point. Mm -hmm. and it's two weeks. Yep. They got all the way to that point. Like, Oh, we changed that. Yep. Now it's like 10 years instead of six. Yeah. It's just like, 
what the hell? You know, isn't that just bullshit when they do stuff like that? Well, so like our, our commission rate is based on percentages in like in the past, it was set at 10% was the max. And then like out of town routes got 9%. Everybody else got 8%. Well, like I had moved from an out of town route to an in town route, but they told me like, we're going to go ahead and keep you at nine. Just grandfathered in and so that's like, what you were making right and i was like okay thank you and um about six months to a year went by and then they just blanket move made everybody eight <laughs> percent and i was like okay thank you thanks <laughs> yeah you don't you don't want anybody to be making that money i get yeah. it yeah basically we're so like yeah, we're gonna keep you there to, you know keep you happy yeah well, you're making too much money right screw you pal <laughs> yeah it's that shitty it's shitty it, business it's wild man but you know now it's it wasn't that big of a deal when it happened because, you know, again, prices on everything were so low. You know, I mean, not low, but like. Yeah, they were more affordable. Handle, handleable. But now it's like kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's it's kind of the, the world we're living in now. Everything's getting more expensive. So I don't know. It's it's wild, though. But uh, I guess to kind of go back to our original topic of like door to door salesmen. Do you th- I remember a good friend of ours. I don't mention his name in case he happens to listen, but. Out of high school, he got a job selling water filters. Yeah. You, you remember this? No. Okay. So it was some type of, you know, it was like the water filter that, like you put on the sink. And Does his nickname start with a D? No, it does not. Damn. Um, different, different friend. Okay. But anyway, it was something to do with water. And I don't, like, it, basically what it was is he got this job and he was telling me how, how cool it is and the money he can make. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, yeah, so um, I need to uh, set up some meetings before I actually start selling them. Would it be okay if I came to your house and did a meeting? And I'm like, well, let me ask my parents. My dad's like, nope, no way. I was like, I mean, it's, and he goes, I've seen this so many times. It's not about practice. It's he's trying to sell it. And they're having him hit family and friends first. Ask if he's also going to go to a bunch of his family members. And so I asked him, he's like, yeah, I am actually. And so I guess I told him, I was like, oh, my dad didn't really want to deal with it. So he went to his grandpa and calls his boss. Yeah, they're not interested. Well, keep trying. Keep trying. Keep trying. And like to the point where like he ended up just quitting the job right then and there because he's like, no, I'm not going to keep trying to sell. Like he didn't realize what it was. Right. I think it was one of those things my dad had real world experience with this because he's like, I've seen this before. My it's an MLM. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, like um, trying to sell you bullshit you don't need. And mm-hmm. it's just like, this is stupid. Like I don't. You know, if people want a water filter, they're going to go get a water filter. They're not going to, or one of those Brita water pitchers. (laughs) They're not going to buy it from some guy going door to door. It's just, it's not going to happen. And I don't know. I feel like that would be just such a hard business to try to make any money at. Because I can't imagine that many people are actually like, thank God a security guy showed up. I don't have a tablet that I get right on Amazon. You know, that could be here tomorrow. I, you know, I had a, uh, I had a buddy who, who I, I didn't speak to for like years and he randomly just popped up on my uh, Facebook messenger. It was like, Hey man, how's it going? I haven't talked to you in forever. I think I know the story. Uh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure I, I've probably even told it on here before, but uh, I just talked to him. Everything was all good and everything. And, and then, and then he was like, Hey, uh, he's like, I'd love to hang out with you to talk to you or whatever. Or, you want to get some lunch? Yeah. And no, what it was, that was a different guy. So this guy, Oh shit. This guy was, 
he he wanted to talk. He's like, hey, here's my number. Give me a call. He's like, I'd love to t- chat with you for a little while and just catch up and stuff like that. So I gave him a call. Is that kind of weird already that he wanted to call? I was unsuspecting at this time because okay. I'd, I'd never dealt with anything like this before. So I called him and uh, the... Do I know this person? You might. He wasn't like a good friend of ours, um, but I became friends through other friends gotcha. that when I was in bands. And... And so, like, I gave him a call. We chatted for a little bit. And then he was like, hey, man, I just want to let you know I got this great opportunity for you. Oh, boy. Dude, hit me. Hit me, like, right in the mouth with one of these MLMs. And um, what is MLM? Multi-level marketing scheme. Oh, uh, yeah, one of those. Pyramid scheme. Yeah. That's what it is. And um, <laughs> it's like, who wants to buy in? Yes, Jim. Yeah. No, how is this not a pyramid scheme? <laughs> right. And, dude, like, he went through his whole spiel. And I was like, okay, um, let me talk to the wife about it and I'll get back to you. And he's like, okay, sounds great, man. Just call me anytime. And like I hung up the phone and, and you have no intention of buying hell. No, I had no intention of calling him back even. And so like, I just hung up the phone and then like within the next day he called me back. I blocked his number. <laughs> Cause I was like, I'm dude. No, like it was cool that you wanted to chit chat for a minute, but like the minute you start selling me something, I'm done. So, Speaking of that, I remember, and this might this was more recently, but another friend hit you up like, "Hey man, it's been a while. We need to catch up. Want to grab some lunch?" And that's your first thought was like, "Oh my god, he's going to try to sell me something." And, and that was how I knew the other guy, and so I thought that he was involved. Like, I, I yeah. mean, these were like years apart, but I thought maybe they were involved with mm-hmm. each other, and they had like gotten on some other scheme again. And so I was super nervous to go to lunch with this guy, but I was like, hey, maybe it's not, which ended up being fine. He actually did just want to catch up and talk and stuff like that. But Isn't it weird though, that that has to be a worry. Yeah. Well, especially it's, it's because it's out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like this dude doesn't interact with me on Facebook anymore. This dude doesn't text me anymore. This dude like literally has nothing to do with me. And he just randomly messaged me to have lunch. It's like, I feel like something's up, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. Well, and I know um, I've gotten hit up a couple of times. There was a thing this girl we went to high school with was trying to sell, and she hit me up on Facebook about wanting to sell this. And it was like an energy spray. Oh, yeah. And she was like, do you like energy drinks? And I'm like, a matter of fact, I do. Yeah. And um, she's like, well, you got to try these. These are so great. And the best part is you don't have to drink those disgusting energy drinks. And I'm like, well, I like drinking them. Right. <laughs> That's and a big so, part of it is they taste good. Anyway, I my sister got hit up by somebody else because everyone's selling the same shit and she got some samples of it and it was literally like a spray, like a breath spray. You put it under your tongue and it was so freaking strong. Oh God. And it sounds dangerous. That sounds like an actual drug. And it was disgusting because I tried it. I'm thinking like, no, I would rather drink an energy drink any day of the week than do. And it's again, it's one of those things like you saw it on Facebook a lot and then it was just gone. Yeah. No one ever heard of, of it again. And I remember the first time I ever got hit up, I worked with a guy at Chili's. He was a cook. And it, again, they all start out the same as like these door-to-door guys. Hey, man, how you doing? Yeah. Like, I'm I'm great. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Yeah, I can see you like to work out. Like, uh, you, you need to check out this company. Like, they're making all this big money. And I'm like, that's weird because, I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty up on all the supplement companies. Never heard of this one ever in my life. It's weird that they made billions of dollars. <laughs> and he's like, well, so you need to come to this meeting. I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. I will buy some protein powder from you. Yeah. And because I was like, you're saving me a drive right. or shipping at yeah. the time if I need to buy some. So the thing about this meeting is like, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> I will buy some protein powder from you. I got cash money in my pocket. Yeah. Not coming to a meeting. Eventually, this guy, they nearly fired him because he hit up so many employees and there were so many um, 
I guess, what do you call it? Like uh, complaints on him. Mm. They're like, dude, you have to stop selling your shit at work. Yeah. But that's the, I think the problem that people like that don't see is this company's telling you to be aggressive. Yes. They're giving you all these things to do to try to get the sale. They don't care if you alienate your friends. They don't care if you get in trouble at your shoot job. Yep. They just want you to sell this shit. Yep. And then once it's done and over, like on to the next thing. Yep. That's a shitty deal, man. Yeah, it really is. I uh, haven't been hit up for one in a while, but I have been hit up a few times with like people I met like randomly through wrestling. It's the same thing. A guy I don't really know. Yep. Hey, man, what's going on? Yeah. I've got an opportunity for you. And you're like, oh, God, here we go. My parents got wrapped up on one not, not too long ago. Did they? Yep. It was um, the wildest thing, too. It's called Black Oxygen. Oh, Jesus. You know what it was? Dirt. <laughs> it was dirt. And... And the, the thing that boggled my mind is it was like the the point of it was like you could put it in your food, you could put it in your drinks, you could like put it in your bath water, uh, like all these different usages, and it was supposed to detox you. I don't put dirt in my drinks. Dude, the wildest shit was happening with that. Like, so the company ended up getting taken down. It was a huge thing. Like, we started following it. But like, like it was one of those things where like – um like they would say like it, the, the black oxygen was like taking parasites out of your body. But what was actually happening is the dirt had parasites in it. So like, like, well, it's fucking dirt. Yes. Right. I mean, and so like my, my dad would be like, you couldn't, you wouldn't believe all the parasites that were in my bath water when I took a bath with him. I'm like, yeah, because the parasites were in the dirt. Like it didn't come out from you. It was in the dirt. And like, like dude, there were videos I saw where people were just testing it. Like they were putting some in water, stirring it up and just leaving it there. And like, yeah, you could see parasites coming out of the dirt. Like, and it was like so gross. And like my parents were putting that shit in their body for so long. And I was like, Oh my God, what the hell? (laughs) Why dude? It's, it's, it's one of those things. And like, it boggled my mind so much because they were so like, anti-vaccine and like i don't want to get into that but like yeah it's like okay you're anti this but you're literally eating dirt right now right like, like what the hell <laughs> well it's such a it's such a bizarre thing because yeah. like, i feel like so many people are are like they talk out of both sides most most people do they talk out of both sides of their mouth based on right what their beliefs are and stuff right like i don't understand that at all i don't you either know? like at the same time like i see you know, all these health nuts that are, you know, like all this and that, but like they, they do everything they can to destroy their body. I, I'm like, okay, I don't know. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me either. So I fuck, I don't know, man. That's so weird. Dude, though. it's, 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 well, it's one of, it was one of those things. It was like sad to see, you know yeah. what I mean? Cause it was like, like, this is a bad idea. Like, how do you not see this as a bad idea to put dirt in your food, put dirt in your drinks? Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, that one's a weird one. Yeah. Like, could you imagine like, like, like when we were when we were kids, like if we were just going out there, like eat, eating dirt from the ground, like your parents would say something to you, like, "Hey, don't do that." You would think, yeah, you would think. Well, I think also too, and I don't want this to be too politicized, but I think nowadays people feel like whichever side of the fence they fall on, they have to agree with everything that's said. Oh, big time! Big and, time. and I and I look at it very much as like I'm going to take every situation and 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 think 
with my own head. You got to dissect it a little bit. Right. Like what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. And, and in your opinion, and I, I think there's always huge shades of gray. Oh yeah. On, on every side, my personal opinion, burn it down and restart it. Cause this isn't working. Yeah. This is not working. Yeah. I mean like, yeah, it just, there's so many things like even, even that I see like uh, now currently that I'm like, I, don't agree with that yeah like you know it's yeah but i mean like i fall to the left more than i do to the right but like i i still like don't agree with a lot of the left right you know it's just and it's just it's one of those things where there's so much happening and it's always it's almost like it's the next big catastrophe mm-hmm. after another and just it's disgusting yeah you know, it's disgusting to see it and i i don't know i feel like an independent should probably be running Oh, office. big time. Yeah. Because I feel like at least at that point, they wouldn't have to yeah. side with whatever side they're on. But right now. Instead of, thinking, instead of basically like I have to do everything the party wants. Right. Oh, well, and, that, and I think that's just it. It's a government that's um, funded by corporations. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's a big part of the you're problem. You're expected to be, to be that guy. And if you're not, then we're going to get rid of you. Yeah. That's a big part of the problem. Yeah. It's just disgusting. I'm not a, not a big fan of it. But back to like the the this shit like that, like the, the weird trends and all that bullshit and trying to sell stuff. I'm just not a, I don't know. I'm not a fan of that. I feel like, like you said, nowadays advertise your shit on social media, like everybody yeah. else, you know, like yeah. that's to me, like, I, I don't mind if you want to advertise your shit on Facebook or TikTok or Instagram, like that's fine. But mm-hmm. at least, you know, make me decide whether or not I need it, not come to me with it. I would rather tell the truth about my product and not be become a millionaire than lie. And you know what I mean? Like there, I feel like there's a little bit of integrity that goes along with what you're doing. Sure. And like, I feel like, like going back to that black oxygen thing, they had a lot of false claims. And most of those MLMs do, you know, like I remember like, um, my, uh, uh, stepdaughter's aunt on her side of the, her dad's side of the family, like was selling this, like, magic shampoo and magic beauty products. And it's like, it did what it said it was supposed to do at first. But like a few months after people were using it, like they started losing a lot of hair, you know, (laughs) it's like big shocker. Right. And so it's like, I would like my beard products. Like I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's going to make your beard like thick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know what, like there are some beard companies out there that say they have thickening agents. No, they don't. Like they don't at all. They have volumizing agents, but like it's, it doesn't make you grow more hair in your beard. You right. know, like it, if it did, that would be a problem, wouldn't it? Well, that would be a miracle drug. Yeah. You know, it's like, it reminds me, I don't know if you ever seen Sweeney Todd, Yeah, but it reminds me of the, the scene where, where the Borat dude comes out trying to sell his miracle elixir to make your hair grow. And Johnny Depp's like, this is piss. It smells, yeah. like, it smells like piss. This is piss. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like, that's exactly what a lot of these people are selling. It's like, I don't want to be that guy. I would rather go broke selling an honest product. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing about it is I think when you have something that's, that's good, it shouldn't have to be a gimmick. Exactly. And I feel like the more it becomes a gimmick, that's when you're like, okay, yeah, this is kind of, this is like, okay. So here's one. I started buying soap from Dr. Squatch. I don't know if you've seen it advertised. Yep. Well, I had heard that there was a lot of harsh chemicals in like, body wash and stuff, which is typically what I, what I would use. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what they would say. Yeah. These soaps are more natural. The reason I don't use bar soap is because it always dried my skin. Yeah. Tried some of these. I like them. Yeah. Didn't dry out my skin. They smelled good. Okay. I'm yeah. good with it. Yeah. 
they're a little bit more expensive, but I, I like them and I like that they have a bunch of different scents and stuff like that. Sure. To me, like that, but it's not like they're selling me like, hey, if you do this, you know, you're going to end up growing another inch and your pecker is going to become huge. Right. And I mean, it's not like they're trying to sell you other than it's just, it's just soap. Rub this soap on your belly. You'll have six pack abs. In a exactly. Month. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like, I remember the abs was the big thing in the nineties, yeah. right? In the two thousands. And I would always be like, yeah, if you do this program, plus a good diet, right. you will get abs. It's like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. If you have a good, if you have a clean diet, you know, well, it's like they had that. What was that one thing that was like a, vibrating belt or something like that. Oh yeah. And it's like, you get six pack abs with this. It was almost like a sander, right? Yeah. It just literally like shook your blubber. That's all it did. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure it does tighten the muscles a bit, but of it's course. like, it's probably not healthy either no. for your body. No, that's uh, just so funny. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a, it's a, it's a bizarre, it's a bizarre world, but I feel like, um, what do you think is the reasoning people fall into that type of bullshit? I th- and I mean, I mean, that's in a general sense. Like, so like what about your friend that's trying to sell you some bullshit? Why does he fall into that? I, well, I mean, I, obviously I think he wants to make a quick buck. Greed probably, he, right? He, want, he wants money. Um, Cause it's not, it has nothing to do with wanting to help your fellow. No, you know, it has nothing to do. They He's looking at it. you as literally as a sucker. Yes. Like it, it's, they want, they want money and they think that I'll, I'll go for it. And and using that relationship that you had had in the past as a way to develop a way to make more money for him. Yeah. And that's, I think that's exactly what it is. And I think a lot of these people that fall for it are just looking for that miracle. You know, they think this has got to be that miracle cure for whatever. If I got on Facebook right now and said, I came up with a cupcake diet yeah, to guarantee like abs and all that shit, people may not believe it, but they'd read the whole thing. If if you got somebody who had like an eight pack, somebody walking around looking like Finn Balor, and I had him eating a cupcake, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, you could sell it exactly like that. Be like, this guy lost X amount of weight eating my cupcakes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guarantee you'd have plenty of suckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, I remember a guy that I knew in wrestling was ripped incredibly, and that and someone said like, yeah, well, he eats his Burger King. And I immediately parked me. I was like, really? <laughs> like, no. Of yeah. course not. But it's like, it's as weird as that seems. It's almost like, oh, I got to eat Burger King. Look how yeah. ripped he is. You yeah. know, so I, I've never heard of anyone thinking like, man, you want to get ripped. You got to get them onion rings from Burger King. Right. That's the way. That's the way you get there. <laughs> of course not. But yeah, it's it's one of those things where I think sometimes when you hear something, despite how outlandish it might be, if the right person is kind of in charge of it, you can you can get you can get people in, into it I, I, as weird as that may be. Well, and everybody wants to believe there's an easy way out. Yeah. You know, the, like that's why miracle diets work so well. You sure. know, it's like everybody wants to believe there's an easy way to get that perfect body. I remember these chunky girls at, uh, that may be mean, but it's the truth. <laughs> these chunky dunks, these chunky girls I used to work with at Chili's would always, cause I was watching my diet a lot closer than obviously. And right. like, so I got, we got an idea for a diet. Like what if we just ate grilled chicken and broccoli for every meal? And I'm like, yeah, well, that would probably help you drop some weight, yeah. but that's also not practical. Yeah. And I was like, and also too, without any carbs, you're going to have like zero energy. Yeah. And I mean, it's not a miracle. You need to eat cleaner, but you'd also need to eat within like, like normal. Having bread is not the end of the world. No, you need to limit it like anything else sure. if that's what you want to do. But you also need to kind of have a balanced diet yes. to a degree. And again, quick fix yeah miracle like you were saying yeah. it's just it's weird how how that is yeah well but, 
I mean, but like what gets a person to just buying dirt and being like, Ooh, let's put dirt on all of our food. Like, I, dude, I think a lot of people just fall into the, you know, cause they have a trusting person that sells it to them. Yeah. Somebody they trust, sell it to them. Yeah. And, and I think that's a big part of the problem. I think that's where a lot of people fall into it just cause like people trust it, you know, yeah. people trust the source and that's bullshit. Yeah, it is. It's unfortunate, but I think that's kind of part of a, just a society problem we have. Yeah. Is there so much just, and again, a lot of that stuff, once it hits, you don't see it ever again. Yeah. I remember the guy that was selling the pro, like the supplements at my, at the Chili's I worked at it was like Viseo or something, or I don't remember. Hmm. Maybe that wasn't it, but it was something like that. And yeah. I remember it was all over. Yeah. Everyone was talking about it, how good it was. It was like meal replacement shakes. Oh God. Yeah. And again, that's not, that's slim fast, right? That's what right. that, that's what that is. It's, Hey, if you don't eat lunch and you just drink a slim fast, you'll probably lose weight. Yeah, because you're fucking hungry. Yeah, you're starving yourself. Yeah, and and you get a little bit of something in your system to make you kind of disguise the fact that you're hungry. Mm -hmm. But okay, if you skip lunch but you snack all day, yeah, probably the same thing, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just it doesn't seem like that smart of a decision to make. Like it's funny because slim fast, I feel like is the greatest pyramid scheme ever. It's probably not a pyramid. It's legit company, but it's like the same concept, right? It's like a miracle cure. Um, but like it's, literally the commercial was drink a shake for breakfast, another shake for lunch yeah. and eat a dinner. So yeah. like you're eating one meal a day. Yeah. And like, but you're putting calories in you. So your metabolism still working, you know, so it's not like starving yourself, but yeah, you're only eating once. I mean, but that's, that but if would you do be that every day, every, you're going to realize like, damn, I'm freaking starving. <laughs> right. But that would be the equivalent of like eating a banana for breakfast, a, you know, a, a, an apple for lunch. I mean, that's the, and then eating dinner. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. I mean, percent. But it's honestly probably better for you. Yeah. But it's it's crazy, man. Everybody wants that quick fix. And they're like, especially with weight loss, dude, there is no quick fix. Like right. I mean it's a, it's a long term thing. Yeah, it's 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 habit changing. You have to have like, you know, like dieting works, but like it has to be a sustained diet. You also have to think ahead. You have to prepare your meals. You have to shop for your food because dude, that's so hard. It, exactly. And it's it's the hardest thing in the world. And I know when I kind of left wrestling full time, I was like Fuck that, you know, yeah. like, oh, yeah, like I got so tired of like worrying about what I ate and stuff like that. And it was just one of those things where it there's so much you have to do to kind of be ready yeah, for that, you know, that change, I guess, in your body and stuff like that. And, and having your meals prepped and, you know, because the worst thing to do, especially when I was traveling is, you know, hit up a truck stop. Like, what are you going to get healthy right. there? Nothing, nothing. So going to get a freaking taquito. Right, and may, maybe beef jerky if you're lucky, yeah. which is probably still not that healthy, but yeah. it's meat, you know. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It's a uh, it's a wild thing. Like I, uh, I haven't been helped with a pyramid scheme in a while, but I feel like it's probably the guy at my work tried a while back, and take all these free vacations, and I'm like, okay, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, money comes from somewhere, right? Of course, it's I don't know, just a just a a scheme, and it was his big way of leaving the company and not having to worry about it. And I'm yeah. like, I mean, you're still here, you know, right. like, it hasn't changed yet. So, <laughs> right. I don't know, man. It's just a, it's a weird thing. I think the whole aspect of dishonest business, sh- there's something about all that that should be illegal to me. Yeah. And, and I don't know if there, if there actually are things that are illegal about it that we just don't aren't aware. Right. I mean, there probably is, but like, I just don't, I know Ponzi schemes are illegal, but I don't know. I think that's a totally different concept. What is it? A Ponzi scheme. I can't remember what a Ponzi scheme is. 
I can't, I can't remember what it is, but like, I know, I know that's illegal and you can get caught. I don't know if pyramid schemes are actually illegal or not, but I, I, I don't think they are. I think the, the, the idea is basically you just want to be at the top of the pyramid. Yeah. And I think anytime you buy in, they make you assume you are, but, well, you, you, but, you, but you're not. The more people you have underneath you, the more money you make. Right. But that's, that's where we get suckered in because realistically, like who am I going to get? to buy in you right. know what i mean like right. like you are obviously not gonna like you have to have the marks for it like you know what i mean like you're not gonna buy in like i don't have anybody that i know of that's dumb enough to buy in cheech cheech would probably buy in but i'll have to catch him when he's drunk <laughs> <laughs> right but i mean that's the problem though yeah. like if you just started messaging him out of nowhere he'd have to be like that's kind of weird <laughs> right yeah because i don't really talk to him outside of work right so it's like that's weird why is he wanting to sell me some tupperware <laughs> <laughs> it's good shit man yeah it's but I know like even in like that movie the movie Napoleon Dynamite and that what they're selling is Tupperware probably something like well, that because I think the Tupperware brand started out as like it was a pyramid scheme like that and how fresh it was going to keep all your food yeah. and stuff but it's like which it's it's good that's what I use at my house Tupperware is good it's good but at the same time it's weird that someone would have to come door to door to sell that shit to you. right yeah if it's that good most stores would carry it right yeah. oh absolutely yeah, I don't know it's just it's just weird I know Avon's probably one of the most successful ones. Yeah, that's like makeup, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, then there was also, man, there was another one that, that sold stuff like that. It wasn't Avon. It was more like, because uh, remember, they sold like an energy drink mix my mom had bought. I can't think of what the company's called. I feel like I know what you're talking about. I can't think of it, though. Yeah, but I remember they were, but that was more like a catalog. Like this woman sold it, but it was a catalog. It wasn't like. Well, and that's Avon. To Avon's not really a pyramid scheme, but it's kind of like a weird thing like that. But it was it was more of like. You know, here's a catalog if you want to buy something. And I'm fine yeah. with that. You know, like if somebody's like, hey, you want to buy some shit? Here's right. my here's my stuff. Okay, cool. Like it's it, when it becomes like a, like I said, literally buying dirt. It's like, good God. Like I didn't even know that was a thing. But yeah, it was. I think it was a big thing at the church they were at and they are at. And I think that's where they probably got into it mm -hmm. was from the church. And I don't know, just a weird deal. It definitely is. But I know that there's always that just bizarre stuff that happens yeah. whether whatever however you live your life there's just always stuff out there that people are trying to sell you on oh yeah another quick gimmick i know we're wrapping up on time here but you remember this because this is not a thing you see anymore but it was huge in the 90s six cds for 10 cents each dude i bought into one of those of columbia 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 house right yes yeah i remember they did that in the movie there was a movie one too sure a dvd one yeah. and i remember getting that in the mail thing i'm like oh my god this is a great deal yeah and my mom's like yeah we're not doing that I, I totally did it one time. It was it hard to get out of? Uh, I just never sent him money, like, because <laughs> I think it was, at the time that was like paycheck or not paychecks, that was checks, right? Mm -hmm. I just never sent him any more money after that. Yeah, and they just stopped sending you stuff. Finally, yeah, yeah. I think for a while they were sending me like um, collection notices. I don't know if it's collection notices or they just kept saying like uh, like sending me ads. I don't know if it, I don't know what it was, but yeah, I just I got the one for like ten cents and then just never paid him again. Well, I think it was like you get a certain number of CDs or DVDs. Or maybe it was they, a dollar. But then they would start sending you shit you didn't want. Yeah. And maybe that's what it was. Because, yeah, you became a member. And every, like, it was like two CDs a month mm -hmm. at regular price. Yeah. And then they just kept sending you shit. And then, yeah. I, do you remember the book fair? Not the book fair. I love like, the book fair. Sure. But do you remember in school, like, the book pamphlet? You get, like, the scholastic, like, it was like a paper. I think so. Had the order form on the back. Well, yeah. I remember there would always be like a summer reading set. Oh, yeah. And you'd sign up for it and they'd send you like 
several care packages. And I remember wanting it because it had a new Goosebumps book in it. Mm. And so I, I, I got my dad to order, but he didn't realize what he was ordering. Oh, yeah. They started sending us all this crap. And he was just like, right back in the mail, return to sender. Just because it's like, God, you hate dealing with that type of shit. I, I think it's easier now with internet-based companies, but at the time, this is all mail order stuff. You well, know? yeah. Well, and and I, I got to think Columbia House has got to be out of business now because everything is digital. No, oh, I'm sure. But at yeah. the time, like, it just was like. It was a huge thing. Dude, it was in the mail all the time. Yeah. You know, and they basically, and they didn't even send you stuff you wanted. They based it upon what you had gotten. Yes. So, like, if it was something that you, like, I knew a guy I worked with that actually had their CD club. But he loved it because he loved getting new music. Yeah. I'm like, I guess if you're into it, it wouldn't be that bad of a deal. But right. at the time, it was kind of a one of those gimmick things, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. It'd be a nuisance for me. Now, if they had like a like a chocolate one where you just got chocolate every month, hell yeah, I'd be about that. Not in this weather, fella. <laughs> no, in this weather, it'd be, it'd be the shits. But that'd be that's like a winter, winter club. <laughs> for sure. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this kind of super show energy shot this week. Something a little bit different while I'm out of town, but... Thank you for checking it out. Of course, we want to give shout outs to our, our podcasting buddies, the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast with Jeff and Scott. Mm-hmm. Check them out and check out Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Yes. Check out Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry and all the cool shows they're doing over there. Uh, the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. The Ringside Rant with RJ. The Leisure and Lariats Podcast with our pal Ruthless Ryan Davidson. And the Barbels with Soda and Ethan, talk, Ethan excuse me, talking all things NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Boot to the Face with Marty and Rucker. Tales from the Estate with Drew Vinsel, his wife, Kaylin, and, of course, the twins over there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew over there talking all things pop culture. Trivia with Buds with our friend Ryan Buds. Howlin' with the Wolf with the one and only Jason Wolf and his epic, amazing chop shop. Uh, pulling up a chair with our buddy Tim over at a chair shot. And then, finally, Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast with our buddy Richard talking all the horror films. Mm-hmm. Our own podcast, you know, it's fake, right? With me and a special guest every Monday. And, of course, No Holds Barred with Bill Benis. Yeah, buddy. Still on sabbatical? Oh, yeah. He hasn't called you yet? Hadn't called me. I bet he will. Phone number's blocked. It's all good. He'll f- Bill finds a way. Yeah, I don't think there's any more pay phones left in America, so I think I'm good. There's got to be one somewhere. Maybe. I don't know. He's all the way in parts unknown. I don't, I, I don't, I've never seen one in parts unknown. Bill could get a burner phone. Maybe, maybe I might call up the local store and be like, Hey, ban him from buying burner phones. Well, he's in parts unknown. Where's their local store? Do you even know? Oh, yeah. I have to go there for the podcast. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dangerous place. Parker. I bet it is. I bet it Damn is. Damn voodoo master. He's a bitch. <laughs> of course, all of Bane's music you can find on Spotify, excuse me, Apple, wherever you get your tunes and new stuff in the works, man. Absolutely. Outsiders Beard Co. If you got a beard or know someone that has a beard, check out Outsiders Beard Co. Get you some beard balm, beard oil, and make that beard look and smell fantastic. Yeah, buddy. All of our t-shirts can be found at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, bbph.redbubble.com, and of course, whatamaneuver.net. Search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour or any of our podcasting buddies. Pick up their shirts as well. Yes. Anything else, man? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out this Kind of different edition of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, and we will see you guys in seven days. Peace easy.